It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candice Gish. While we're so excited that you've joined us today, we're really excited because we guest Rhonda. And I am so excited to be talking with her because we've got some great, a great topic today, honestly. <laughs> if any of you have some issues with sleep, this is the show you want to be listening to. So, but, you know, a huge welcome, as I said, uh, if this is your very first time to me, to Divas That Care, you know, we have some great shows. Rhonda has been a monthly guest of ours, so she's got some great shows and a great playlist. But we have some amazing hosts. And I know that you'll want to check them out at divasvetcare.com. All right, Rhonda, I'm excited. Let's get going. All right, would you mind introducing yourself, my friend, to all of our new listeners today? Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. I'm excited. We're into the fall season, so I'm sure we'll have some good hot topics. So um, I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach as well as a personal trainer. And really, I provide custom coaching for women that are looking to put their self-care and their health overall back at the top of their priority list. Um, this is a great time of year to be having conversations about self-care because through the summer, we you know tend to sort of let things slide a little bit. Um, I'm hoping people are having the opportunity to sort of regroup, and I help women do that with my one-on-one custom coaching. And when I say custom, it really is custom because it's not, you know, a program that I sort of put you through the paces of. It's it's really about you and your lifestyle and what's going to work for you as an individual and finding solutions to your self-care that will take you well into the future because we have developed strategies to integrate the self-care into your life based on you as an individual. You are unique and therefore deserve a unique approach, and that's what I provide for my clients. And that's why we love having you. And for all of our listeners, Rhonda does it by, you don't have to do it overnight. It's like baby steps. It's great. You know, and you use the people around you for your support network and everything else. And I, I think that's what I really love about the things that you teach us is that, you know, you're really incorporating as you mentioned, our lifestyles, what we have in front of us, it doesn't matter where we're living or what resources we have, you really integrate that together. Absolutely. It needs to be, you know, we need to take a hard look at what your lifestyle looks like. Everyone has different jobs. We have different family situations. We have, you know, different health challenges that we deal with, uh, financial constraints, all sorts of things that factor in how well or what the approach is to how we take care of ourselves. So I'm very aware that it can't be cookie cutter, um, and I want to, you know, stress to people that regardless of your personal situation, and might, you know, it might sort of sound, you know, seem helpless that you can't, you know, take better care of yourself. There's always ways to make small changes, and like you said, we take baby steps to make sure that we're we're taking the best care of you so that you can feel amazing every day. Amazing. And today we're talking about sleep, and oh yes. my gosh. Okay, so why is this important? You know, I don't know. <laughs> One of the things people ask, well, how many hours of sleep should a person be getting? You know, like mm-hmm. how does this all work? So I'm excited because I would love to hear your, your thoughts on this. Yeah, so sleep is one of those things that I find it's so interesting because, you know, 
if you're if you're a parent out there, you know, we, we're so focused when our kids are, are little about getting their sleep. We know it's important that, you know, babies and kids get their sleep because it doesn't really go well if they don't get enough sleep. They're cranky and miserable and, you know, hard to get along with. But the same thing goes for when we're adults. And I, I just find that, you know, when I'm coaching clients and, and, you know, people I talk to, for some reason, you know, sleep tends to become less of a priority as we get older. We sort of think, oh, I don't need as much sleep. I can cope on five or six hours or, um, you know, I, I'm not a good sleeper uh, and it's not going to get better. And I encourage people to take a different approach and really put sleep at the top of the priority list because mm-hmm. you asked a great question about what what is why does it really matter other than the fact that we know we don't feel good like we're tired right when we're we're kind of dragging our butts as, as we go through our day when we're tired and no one wants to live like that but the fact of the matter is is that when we don't sleep there are bigger consequences to our health right and if if I can sort of simplify it when we don't sleep well we um, we end up making, you know, we're not able to make good choices when it comes to us not going to make good nutrition choices when we are tired, right? We are not going to be motivated to go and move when we are tired. So those two things have implications. Just like that fog feeling that you have? Yes. Yes. And, And tell me, like, how driven are you to do anything except the bare minimum mm-hmm. when you are tired, right? And and there's there's bigger implications when we have sustained periods of inefficient sleep. Then there's a hormonal issue, right? We tend to release, I don't want to get too technical, but we, we release um, cortisol and ghrelin, and these hormones do not um, do not work in her favor. It actually causes us to store more fat. And for our metabolism to slow, again, we're not going to be making good choices around other areas of our of our life and our health. So it's really important. And I consider sleep to be sort of the foundation for self-care. Because if we don't have good sleep and good sleep mm-hmm. habits, then the other pieces of our self-care can't really fall into place as effectively as we would like. So it needs to be, you know, it's one of the things that I focus on first with my clients. It doesn't mean it's going to, you know, be fixed overnight. I don't have a magic wand that I can wave and suddenly you sleep, you know, seven to nine hours of, you know, a night, which is really the ideal sort of range um, for adults. Um, and some people might be going, oh, my gosh, seven to nine hours. I could never get that much. Well, <laughs> if we start to make it a priority, we can yes, aim we can. that amount, right? I think that's the thing. We become sort of like things that we can do to improve not only the quality of our sleep, but the amount of sleep we're getting. And do you find, too, that then people are less um, quick to get angry, too? They're, they're feeling more calm, more relaxed. Yeah. They're able to, <clears throat> we talked about the fog, but you're able to make more better decisions, like you were saying. Uh, you, the people around you seem to be happier because you're not yeah. so, it's bad to say, you're not so high strung then. Yes. Yeah. It, it impacts our mood, certainly. You know, like I know if I don't, you know, have enough sleep and I'm going to be short with my kids and, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be sort of an, as engaged with my clients. It, it, it rolls over into all areas of your life and your health and it matters. And and I, I encourage everyone listening to really you know, f- focus on sleep. And that doesn't mean, oh, I'm just going to, like, you know, go to bed, close my eyes, and really hope that I can sleep better tonight. No, there's actually things that we can do to make sleep more of a priority, but it starts with acknowledging that, okay, I'm not sleeping as much or as well as I would like to, and I need to figure this out because it matters. So question for you is, 
if people like to have naps during the daytime, does that affect the overall thing? Is that a good thing? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, napping is not, it's not bad, but it's, it can certainly impact your sleep at nighttime, right? Um, so getting in the habit of having a daily nap, if you have that availability in your day to do that, isn't a habit I love my clients to get in the habit of because it will impede you from getting to bed on time and it will impede you the quality of sleep that you're getting at night. Now, if you are, you know, if you do require a nap, first of all, if you require a nap, it's probably telling you that you're not sleeping well at night or long enough at nighttime. You should be able to get through your day without having a nap. But if you do, it needs to be a short nap. You know, we can't be sleeping for one to two hours. You know, uh, that's not a nap, right? Um, so, but this is where we have to kind of back up the train and go, okay, well, if I'm not sleeping well at night, then that, you know, factors into how often I'm napping. And then it's just a cycle. Well, now I've napped, so now I'm not going to go to bed on time, and then I'm not going to sleep as well. And it's this vicious cycle, right? And I think that instead of napping, there are other things that I'm sure we'll get into in a minute that we can do to make sure that we have better quality of sleep at nighttime so that it's ne less necessary to take a nap during the day. Which makes a lot of sense. And I'm assuming now we're going to be talking about preparing for sleep and, you know, kind of getting into that routine of things. Yeah, and you said the exact word, the routine. It has to be a routine. Again, if I go back to, like, when for all the parents out there, and really, if you're not a parent, it's still sort of common sense. We all like to have a routine for our child before we put them to bed, right? We, you know, go upstairs, we have a bath, we do pajamas, we do story time, and we're leading up to the act of sleeping, right? And the same goes for us as adults. We can't just sort of shut the laptop or be running around doing errands and then immediately go up to bed and expect ourselves to be able to go to sleep, right? It doesn't really work that way. So that the first sense. thing I would say is that we need to have regular bedtime and regular wake-up time. And, and that includes on the weekends too. You know, I know we like to sleep in a little bit. We don't need to be as structured. But a rough, you know, timeline that is the same every single day. So our body gets used to that routine and that schedule. If one night we're going to bed at midnight and then the other night we're tired, we go to bed at nine and then one morning we wake up at six and the next we wake up at 10, our body kind of goes like, okay, what's going on here? When am I supposed to be sleeping and when am I not? So I would encourage you to create a routine for yourself around the time that you go to bed and the time that you wake in the morning because we don't want to sort of miss our window. Our body has a clock and it, it likes that consistently. Mm -hmm. So making sure you sort of have that regular um, routine for the time that you go to bed and wake up is really important. That would be my first thing that I would I would so, recommend. Rhonda, what would you suggest though for people that are shift workers? Because yeah. we do have a lot of our listeners that you know, unfortunately, they either do like a night shift and then they switch to a day shift, or you know, and that plays havoc on their health also. So do you recommend anything for them? Yeah, 100%. That's a whole different, you know, ball game, really. It really is. That's It's a tough scenario. Um, I had a husband or I have a husband that used to do shift work, um, and it's tough. And I think that um, it's getting into a routine during the time where, say, you are on nights and you're up in the day or sleeping during the day, having a routine for that. If you're working the day and you're, you know, sleep at night, then you have a routine for that. The time in between where you're switching shifts, there needs to be a routine for that. So there's almost like different routines for the, the shift that you happen to be on, right? Um, and, and it's really, again, this is where it comes down to the individual. Whereas if I'm working with a client and they're a shift worker, we would explore that. We would do a deep dive. And I want, this is where I said, we don't want to ignore it and just say, well, I'm a shift worker. I'm not going to sleep well. We have to figure out what is the optimal time 
for you to be going to bed, for you to be waking up so that you can feel good when you are at work if you are have some sort of, you know, unusual schedule, you know, as opposed to sort of the nine-to-five type of work. Um, it's, it's coming up with a custom schedule for yourself that, that works for you. But in, in order to do that, we have to understand, you know, if you're not getting in the morning and then, yes, coming right home and going straight to bed probably isn't work for you. I have a husband that comes home at 7 in the morning now from, his, from work, and he doesn't go right to sleep. He can't. He's too wired. But we can have a routine that, okay, when I come home, maybe I do, I do a workout or I do something. Um, maybe I'm reading for a little bit, and then I get into the routine of going to sleep. But that goes for people that are sleeping during regular sort of normal, unquote, quote, unquote, yeah. hours, is that we want to make sure that we're having a routine to set ourselves up for a good night's sleep, or if you're sleeping in the daytime, then a good day sleep. Um, things like not eating too close to, our, to when we're going to bed because the process of digestion is extremely challenging for the body. So when we're sleeping, our body should not be focusing on digestion. It should be focusing on all of the other housekeeping items it likes to do while we're sleeping. Um, you know, making sure you're active enough through the day, you're eating you know, well enough through the day. Those things impact how you sleep as well, regardless of whether you're a shift worker or not. You know, you're just finding a custom schedule that works for you and your body. And I love that you're very holistic about everything. It's not just one thing. You've got to work on everything in order for it to all work together. Right. There's, there's many pieces, right? And, again, this is not just a thing, matter of saying, well, I'm just going to start going to bed earlier and then I'm, that'll fix everything. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not the case. You know, some people can't go to bed at 10 o'clock when I like to go to bed. They prefer to go to bed, you know, later because they have the ability to sleep in a little bit later. And that's fine. Again, this is what works for you as an individual. If we're aiming for seven to nine hours of sleep, which, I, again, I know can feel daunting. So let's, if, you're, if you're only getting five, let's just maybe aim for six and gradually Yeah, what are you doing right before you go to bed at night? Are you already setting yourself up for success because you're on your phone right till the second you go to bed? Are you running around with the kids right till the second you go to bed? Are you working on your laptop till seconds before you go to bed? Have you been active through your day? Like I said, have you been eating properly? Um, You know, are you sleeping in a room that's too hot for you and too bright? That can impact the quality of your sleep. So really doing that sort of analysis of your environment and your routine can really pay off over the long run. Well, it's important to talk about this too because a lot of us, you know, in the last couple of years, we've switched. Sometimes some of us are working from home now full time yeah. and we don't necessarily think about all of this. And, and it does really affect the over, our overall health that, you know, if we're working from home, we think that, okay, we just can get up, we can start working. We, and we're not actually putting the other things in, making sure that we're eating properly, making sure that we're doing the exercise, you know, going to bed at a proper time because we just, we're stuck in our little room, right? Yeah. yeah no, it's a very good point. You're, you're absolutely right. And we, we expect that when we lay down our head to our pillow at night that we should automatically be able to just go to sleep. And that, for a lot of people, is not the case right? But if we were to, like I said, sort of do the analysis based on your lifestyle. And if, yeah, if you're at home uh, because of, you know, everything that's happened and your routine has changed, it's analyzing that new routine. What does your new lifestyle look like and how can you better set yourself up for success when it comes to sleep, right? And I will mention, you could do all the things sort of right, if you will, that I'm talking about and still have difficulty sleeping. And I think it's okay then to 
take the next step of getting in touch, whether it's you're with your doctor, it's with a naturopath, because there are not very natural remedies that we can utilize to help us and assist with sleep. But just to, to say that I'm not a good sleeper and this is just how I am and I'm not progressively improve the quality and quantity of our sleep, we just need to be asking the right questions, you know, seeking out um, the assistance that we need, and then we can start to see some progress in that area. It might not ever be perfect, and that's okay, um, but we want some consistency around good sleep because we know, again, I said this at the very beginning, it impacts how we live our life, the decisions that we make, and how we feel. No one likes to be tired. It's not a good feeling, right? Um, We all want to be able to be alert and energetic and feel amazing so that we can live our best life. And and I just encourage people not to ignore it. And if it means you need to go to sort of the next step, beyond what I've sort of some of the habits that I've talked about, mm-hmm. go see your doctor, enlist a naturopath or someone that you trust um, in the medical field that will be able to give you some more concrete, you know, information or supplements or something like that that might be able to assist you. Well, and it takes a team, right? And we can't just yeah. do it by ourselves. And that's what I like about you is that you really um, suggest some great things for your, well, obviously for our listeners. Um, and it's, it's great because we've talked about that in the past about, you know, creating that team of individuals around you and how they can support you because just like with everything else, we, we can't do things on our own. You know, I could never have done the divas that care on my own. I need that team of individuals in order to make things happen. Yes. I 100% agree. We need to have our self-care team that you're building around you, right? I have my own team. I have a naturopath. I have a massage therapist. I have a physiotherapist. I have my family doctor. You know, all the things that, that all the people that support me in me feeling good. And, you know, I ask questions. And I'm not willing to just sort of settle for, oh, well, I guess this is just how I am. If I'm suddenly not feeling well or something just doesn't feel right or it's been lingering for a while, we tend to ignore things. We're hoping that they'll go away or it will get better. Um, It's okay to be an advocate for your own health and enlist the help of the the support people, like you said, that are around you that can help you with those things. I'm not okay with not feeling great on a daily basis. And I don't want Mm -hmm. any of the listeners to be either. I want you to be able to, you know, have the best opportunity you can for feeling really good. And that means that you need to push for answers around your own health. I think it's just giving yourself permission. I think we're so scared to ask for help. But you know what? It's okay, guys. That's why we're here. We're giving you permission to ask for help. Um, there's so many great individuals out there that want to support you in, you know, your overall health. And, and Rhonda is an amazing woman for you to get in contact with. And Rhonda, I want to, just before we, we're going to be talking about a few other things, but make sure, like right now, what, how can our listeners get a hold of you? The best place is just to head to my website, honestly. So it's RhondaArmorCoaching.com. Um, you can see the different services that I offer and sort of my philosophy and methodology around coaching, very much what I described today. And on there, you can you can reach out via email. You can you know just sort of put your name and stuff in the in the um, little box. You can have a complimentary consultation if you want to chat. There's never any you know pressure to commit to anything to coaching with me. I always want to make sure that it works for the individual. But that's the best spot to sort of start, so that you can see again a little bit more about who I am and what I have to offer. And then we can just chat. We can chat over the phone. We can chat, you know, over Zoom. Uh, we can chat over email. Whatever you're comfortable with, uh, please reach out. I don't want people to, to struggle. And, and whether I'm, I'm not, I'm the right person for you, that is to be determined. But it just starts with a conversation. So reach out. I'm happy to chat. I love that. Thank you so much for doing that. All right. So Rhonda, we talked about the importance of sleep. 
Do you have yeah. any suggestions, any kind of tips and tools in regards to sleep that our listeners can take away today? I would first, because it can be overwhelming to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to tackle my sleep. So I would, I would start with a regular bedtime and a regular wake-up time. Let's start there for today. And then every week I would recommend focusing in on another area. So once you sort of got, okay, I've got a regular sort of bedtime, roughly, it doesn't have to be to the minute, and I've got a, you know, roughly a regular wake-up time, then start zeroing in on some of the other key points, which could be let's stop eating right before we go to bed. Um, let's come off electronics one to two hours before we go to bed. And maybe we, instead we read or we meditate or we, you know, listen to sort of some calming music. Um, let's check our environment. Is it cool enough? Is it dark enough? Um, let's explore how active we are through the day and, our, and as well our nutrition. So take steps, right? So let's start for this week. If you're, look, this is the homework for everybody, is let's go and, and establish a, a regular bedtime and a regular wake-up time consistently, day in, day out. I know some things will get in the way every once in a while, but consistently over time doesn't mean you need to be perfect. And let's start there for this week and then build on it from there. Perfect advice. And for all of our listeners, too, Rhonda's got an amazing newsletter that I think you would love to sign up. She's got some tips on there that she puts out, and uh, they have to contact her that way, too. Absolutely. I, I'm happy to you can do that on my website as well. You can sign up for my newsletter. I promise you'll only get one a month, and you won't get anything else from me. <laughs> I will not inundate you with emails. you get one newsletter, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah, I'm so... Sign up for that, and, and you'll get that in your inbox at the beginning of every month. Thank you so much, Rhonda. Is there any last-minute things you'd like to share with us? Maybe talk about your book. Yes, I my book is finally out. I think the last time we talked, it hadn't actually come out because it's only been out for a couple of weeks. But you can buy my new book, my first-ever book, which is super exciting for me. Um, first-ever book, yeah. It's, it's now on Amazon, wherever you are in the world. Um, and it's called Before You Start Another Diet, Read This. So pretty self-explanatory, um, but it's a really simple um, read that um, I think you could, you know, pull some some little gems out of. Um, and it's really about exploring the inner work of self-care versus relying on diets and programs and things like that that aren't about you or for you, weren't made for you. Um, and it's just a conversation. It, it really is. Um, it's a vulnerable sort of raw book about sort of some of my history um, as well, but really some, some things that, that I think you could take away um, from an, an implement in your own life. So, again, it's, it's, it's on Amazon if you um, are so willing, and um, I'd love to hear your feedback on it if you do end up purchasing it. So thank you, Candace, for the opportunity. No problem. I'm excited to go get it myself. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for, for having me here again. Always great conversation. That's super relevant, I think, to most people. <laughs> you know what? It's, I agree. You know, as the conversations that you and I have are real, and I really enjoy it. So thank you so much for coming onto our program on a monthly basis and sharing them with all of our listeners. Absolutely. Anytime. I'm always here to share and, and explore different conversations and, and, you know, tackle the issues that people are dealing with on a daily basis. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to next month with you. Awesome. I can't wait. And a huge shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got a lot out of this amazing program today, um, learning about the importance of sleep and how it really does affect your life. Make sure that you send this to your friends and family so that this can impact them also. You know, we love sharing positive things out there and really helping people. 
Rhonda's got a whole bunch of other shows. We have a huge playlist for Rhonda, not just on the Divas That Care, but if you go to SoundCloud, share that entire playlist to your friends and family too. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please check out all of our other amazing hosts at divasthatcare.com and please do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.